Hello, and welcome to the Novia Conversation. I'm Steve Waltz. And I'm Jeff Pergulski. And Jeff, summer is kind of kind of winding to an end. We're back from our vacations, and we thought maybe we should do another podcast. That's right. And uh and and because it is uh we're in the dog days of summer, we needed we needed uh, two two people, two special guests, right, to uh, help us with today's episode. That's right. That's right. You know, the, we're we're excited to have two of our very own. We got Keith and Ben with us. Hi guys. Hey Steve, Jeff. Hey. All right. So, with that awkward um, introduction, <laughs> like I, Steve, if it were me, I'd at least like give so like, like I would use their full name, like Keith Sayer and Ben Lane. But but that's just me. We're we're a little different. We're on first name basis here on the podcast. Gotcha. All right. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So um, so what um, what the heck are these guys doing at Anovia now? Like let's uh, let's let's learn a little bit about like first of all, can we just like start by by um, saying what what are you uh, what's your current role at Anovia? Yeah, I'm uh, Keith Sayer. I'm the Power Platform Team Lead at Anovia. Uh, as of uh, June of this year, Power Platform Team Lead. That's right. Did you even know that we had a Power Platform Team? Is that something to do with Microsoft? Yeah, I'm like, yeah, and, and so so it's a team. So I assume that um, that Ben is a teammate of yours. Yeah, correct. Uh, ben uh, joined our team here in the summer. He's been uh, interning with the Power Platform Team. Uh, so I'll let him kind of introduce himself a little bit. Yeah, hey, I'm Ben. Um, I've started with Anovia in June on the Power Platform team with Keith as an intern. Um, and it's going pretty good. I'm learning quite a bit about the Power Platform and other Microsoft things. Nice. So Ben got a question for you. So all the acronyms, have you been just like, I didn't realize how many letters and how many acronyms there are in the Microsoft ecosystem. <laughs> yeah, there's quite a few. I got to get clarification from Keith and see if we're talking about the same thing or not. <laughs> nice. Nice. So, well, we're glad to have you on, on the team and, uh, you know, a couple months kind of coming in and maybe we'll kind of re re we'll go reverse order. How about you tell us a little bit about your background and, and, and how Keith brought you into his team? How about that? Yeah, I've uh, primarily been in landscaping um, and really into data um, within that and just tracking cost versus estimates and everything. Um, and I started school uh, back in January of 2020. Um, and uh, sort of just been going full time with that um, until this past uh, May and had a break uh, over summer and was kind of looking for a position or something to fill the time. Um, and Keith had the new team, was putting the new team together and everything just kind of fell in place with that. Well, awesome. Well, great. And you know, Keith, maybe you can tell us about your, your journey to Anovia and then your journey to your new position. How about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so my background is actually in marketing. Uh, I started with Anovia in January of last year in the marketing team. Uh, and before that, I was a marketing manager at a transportation technology company uh, that offered uh, truck driver surveys and rewards programs, essentially to try to improve retention rates uh, 
in the uh, the industry. So aside from you know the day to day marketing tasks, one of the the key things that I did was take the data that we collected uh, from all those surveys and write up reports uh, based on what we were seeing. Uh, they were kind of like industry snapshot reports, uh, and uh, they were they ended up being actually uh, widely circulated and picked up by some of the industry outlets. Um, so that was kind of my exposure to working with data. Uh, as well as a CRM system and marketing automation. Uh, and those were the things that I really came into Anovia to uh, to really focus on uh, and the marketing side. Um, so kind of starting on, on marketing, I uh, learned all the skills in the Microsoft stack uh, when I came over here. Uh, and then so because of that focus on uh, data uh, and, uh, you know, automation that really naturally led me into uh, going into the power platform. Uh, so I started really digging into it and applying what I was learning directly here at Adovia. Uh, so that meant, uh, you know, designing reports and dashboards that we use, uh, the metrics that we report on, uh, and automating all kinds of things across the boards. Uh, one of the simple examples of, of how, how I sort of applied that immediately to what I was doing was I started automating some social media posting so I created some flows that would post uh, post messages to LinkedIn and Twitter when certain events were posted on the website, um, as well as like um, delaying posting on blogs so that we would get sort of a, we'd get the initial rush, but then there would be a couple weeks down the line, the thing would automatically tweet again. Uh, so it would kind of remind people of that blog that we'd posted. Uh, and, you know, all that occurred really in the background. So uh, when we were looking to uh, expand our, our company into, uh, you know, offering formal uh, power platform uh, services, I, I kind of said, hey, let's, let's do that. Let's kind of apply what we've done uh, at Anovia, uh, you know, for our customers. Very cool. Yeah. And, and, you know, Jeff, it was kind of like we all of a sudden these magical things with reports would show up and the CRM actually started humming better. And it's like, how does that happen? It was Keith. It was like he just uh, I was wondering if he was working with you to find a way to to get his way out of marketing and have to work with Tim anymore. I was always wondering if that was part of the case. So but hi, Tim. Anyway, uh, <laughs> it, but it's, it was really cool. And I think of a lot of the things that you did, how you automated a lot of our, our stuff internally and just made our life as a customer engagement team that much uh, that much uh, easier. And I, if there was a promotion, well deserved, Keith. I was going to say the that's an example of like don't do your job too well because yeah. you will be handed a, a different one. Or, yeah. uh, and actually, when he was when you were talking about that, um, you know, using flows to automate some social media that that you know, um, I remembered a, a fond memory of when I blew up Steve's email using um, Microsoft Flow and some Twitter hashtags, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, but we'll we'll save that. So so like actually that was going to be sort of my uh, um, leading into my next question about yeah. um, uh, just like about in general what is the power platform and what do you like about it for people who aren't familiar? Um, certainly, the Microsoft ecosystem continues to grow and 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 change and in a in power platform is probably one of the newest um you know platforms that and so so maybe give us a, a high level overview of that and and maybe tell us what you like about it sure um i think i'll just kind of start by running through what it 
what it entails. And there's really four parts of the Power Platform that really work together. Uh, the first one is Power BI, which is what we talked about with reports and dashboards. Uh, so that's where you can connect up to all your data sources. You can build all your visualizations uh, and kind of build those reports that people like to see and uh, that can help you uh, understand data a little bit better, especially when you have it from all sorts of different sources, brings it all together uh, and makes it into the reports that you need. Um, the second component of that is uh, what we talked about, Power Automate. Uh, used to be called uh, Microsoft Flow. So you'll still kind of hear people talking about flows uh, when they're talking about uh, you know these processes. And essentially, it's all about automation. Uh, but, the, but the really cool thing I think about Power Automate is that the automation isn't just in one uh, system. So like one thing that could happen in one place can create an action that occurs somewhere completely different through Power Automate. And it sort of bridges the gap connecting to those things and saying, okay, this happened, let's go through a logical flow and then make this happen over here uh, or perhaps back to the same system, just depending on your, your circumstances. So uh, that's, that's really sort of um, how Power Automate is really cool. Um, and then Power Apps is all about, you know, developing your own applications. Um, so that could be like on a phone, it could be on your PCs, it could be a tablet-focused app. Uh, and, and the idea there is that Microsoft has created all these different connectors that let you access that data uh, in all your systems and work with it uh, in a user interface that you design. Uh, so that's really cool to be like, so, okay, we want to really take care of a specific function uh, in a very streamlined way, uh, you can design that in a power app and then uh, actually have the results occur back in your base system. Uh, so, I mean, a simple example of that is, you know, putting in an order while you're standing in front of the customer and it's back in your ERP system for you. Uh, so you can kind of design those kind of things and iterate very quickly. Uh, it's designed to be low code. Uh, so even if you're not a developer, you can really iterate on what you're producing and kind of make changes through it. Uh, and the last is Power Virtual Agents. And that essentially lets you make your own chatbots and kind of set up the logic for how those uh, interact with people, uh, like either on a website, social media, or, uh, or even in Teams. Um, but yeah, um, I guess, Ben, do you want to kind of share a bit from, from your perspective about um, what you like about the Power Platform, kind of coming in a bit fresh? Yeah, I like uh, how easy it is and how quick it is to kind of access everything and connect everything together. You know, I came in with zero experience of anything. I didn't even know how to log into Business Central. Um, and so being able to come in and see how quickly it was to just connect it all together using your same Microsoft login, um, and all the additional things it can connect to also, like QuickBooks, Twitter, LinkedIn, Azure, uh, Dataverse. It really simplifies everything and makes it pretty easy to pull all of your data and tables into one place. Um, and it doesn't really take much much manipulation to get those tables to relate to each other either. I, I noticed he said easy a couple of times. I wonder why they didn't ask me for that. Yeah, <laughs> department, right, right, Jeff. 
Uh, I was going to ask if, if you could create a, uh, a flow that would zap Steve every time he says CRM or, or maybe play a gong noise every time I say awesome. Like that would be, that'd be helpful, wouldn't it, Steve? Like during the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Like, the system would be overloaded. Oh, that's true. It'd be, like, it'd be like your email that fateful morning in Cleveland. Like it would just be blowing up, right? Yeah. It was blowing up. It was blowing up. And so, um, but I think, you know, when I actually had a call earlier, a couple of us were on a call with a, a potential customer and the CEO of the company, really a lot of the questions he was asking is so different from uh, two or three years ago, right? And his, his whole mindset was, okay, you know, it's it's great, but I, I want to see this stuff. I want to see it from my devices, right? I want to see it from my iPhone or my tablet, and I just want to—I just want to know things. Do you have that capability of doing that? I'm like, oh, yes, we do, right? But it's—it's—it's—it's—it's it's, it's, it's a, it's a cool thing. And you know, Ben, you, you're coming over to a totally different world, right? You, you're in the ERP world, and you're—you're going to find out that a lot of these companies have multiple platforms, and and, and just—and so you try to get all these data sources, and how do you pull the data in and then get these beautiful reports that the owner, the CEO, this thing can push a button and it easily happens, right? So I, I think it's cool that you know behind the scenes you guys make it happen. I mean, is it, I mean, tell me something that really excites you about you know at the early stage that we are at. I mean, we just started the team, and it's right. so early in you know so early in the game, right? I like to use the baseball analogy, right? We're in the first innings, first or second, mm-hmm. right? Right. And, and you're starting to see the game develop. I mean, so I guess the question I have is what excites you about it and where do you see it now? And, and where do you think you see it going? Sure. Yeah, well, um, it's it's kind of really to what you were talking about, Steve, that I, I really think the power platform has the potential to uh, to really change the way that people do business because. Um, the tools work across all those systems that you were talking about, uh, and each of them is 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 uh, each of those tools is going to be connecting t- uh, something from one place uh, into something from another, uh, and you know in in a reality where where that's often the case where we have so many different systems, um, when they don't talk and the data doesn't connect at all, that's really a big problem, um, and it's a problem that Power Platform I think is equipped to to handle. Um, so I know from from experience that one of the biggest time sinks that people have is moving information from one place to another in, in their systems and and maybe transforming it if it doesn't fit that that schema of the new system into something else. Um, and then another big time sink is is just be like saying, okay, well, um, something happened over here. Uh, I know that the person who needs to know about it isn't going to see it if it goes through there, so we're going to notify them over on this other system. So an example might be, you know, somebody who doesn't check Business Central every day, something happens in there that has to go to like the CEO or something. Well, we could send it through a Teams message with Power Platform or whatever that person happens to use more frequently, you know, uh, email, you name it. So uh, with something like uh, Power Automate, all that back and forth, uh, which, you know, let's face it, that people always make errors with that kind of stuff just because it's, it's one of those things that you're doing it over and over again, uh, and that just happens. But uh, so when you eliminate that and it's doing it automatically, um, you kind of know it's always it's always going to be done right because it's and it's always going to be uh, happening um, kind of without fail as long as the uh, the programming has been set. 
So uh, that's what's really cool to me is I I can see um, I can see a, a scenario where you know all of that is really helping a lot of businesses really um, work more efficiently. Uh, you know, kind of offload some of the some of the the grunt work that people don't like to do, um, and and really kind of get them focused on on what excites them in the day. Yeah, I would add to that that I think one of the challenges that businesses face is in in sort of breaking free of the silos of each application um, is is the cost and in, in licensing, you know, to like, okay, I want to get someone, um, maybe every, maybe I don't want to give my sales staff all BC licenses because, um, because, you know, they're all they're doing in there is looking up orders or checking on the status. Um, you know, can we, uh, is there a way that we can use a power app to, you know, um, when properly licensed, go in and, and you know uh, enter in a customer n- name and have it report back at open orders or you know and, and so the idea that um that it's a, a low th- like a, a low threshold from a development perspective and, and low code no code solutions but then also really cost effective solutions because most right. of the SKUs that you're licensing around this power platform are like in the $10 um, per user per month range, right? So right. I think that opens up a lot of possibilities and that's gonna, um, it's gonna bring some big changes to, uh, to you know, business software over the next few years. And so do you have, so like say somebody has Business Central, can they use that with Business Central? Do they need to invest in Office 365? Or I mean, if, so if you're gonna have the optimal system, I mean, to make this thing hum, what, what do you need? Um, well, each of the products has a slightly different um, licensing schema, um, but but really kind of depending on your your what you're trying to accomplish. Um, probably the simplest example is you know if, if you're if you're wanting Power BI dashboards and reports, I mean it's just a it's a ten dollar a month fee to add a pro pro license to your account uh, per user. Um, and and that gives you all the access you need for most applications. Um, each of the tools has a little bit of a different schema, and and some of them are going to actually be included with some of the other things you're purchasing. Um, so, for example, if you if you have the Office E5 um, subscription already, then the Power BI Pro is just included in that. So you can start you can start using that today, really. Um, so each of those uh, products has a slightly different way that it's it's doing that, but there's a lot of bundling and that uh, mm. it can be really cost effective depending on um, what you're trying to accomplish. Right, because I know some of the licenses when I go on the on the Microsoft website and look at all oh, the Microsoft 365, you know, I keep saying Office. It's still we have people here that call it Division. <laughs> right. <laughs> so maybe maybe in a couple of years I'll start calling it Microsoft 365. And there's a, there's there's a lot of different SKUs. And so you like so what you're it sounds like they can custom kind of custom pick what they want versus by that by this whole bundle, right? That they wouldn't mm-hmm. need. Yep. Yep. And um what what we can do with that is is we can be like talking through the process that you want to work through, uh, and then you know, match an appropriate plan to uh, to what you're trying to accomplish. So you know, Jeff, you do a lot of a lot of demos, and you know, both with existing Business Central NAV customers and people that are considering a Microsoft product. I mean, in, in those conversations when you're doing demos, I mean, is is that becoming more like I want to see that, or what 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 are you seeing? 
Yeah, actually, um, I have already used um, some some content that Keith and Ben have created for me, and I actually start every Business Central demo in um, in the Office 365 or Microsoft 365 portal, and and I go into you know Outlook being a connected um, your connected business inbox. I go in and show some Power BI reports, and now Keith's got a. Um, a power automate approval process in there. So I actually, I think a big part of the value of um, being on uh, Microsoft Dynamics ERP is is the fact that it it is integrated and and you can leverage all these other tools. Like in a lot of cases, like all you need is the right username and password, and then you know you're off to the races. Your data is available as long as you understand the data structure and um, you can right. you can automate some processes. But absolutely, every single demo that's that's where we start is in this uh, um, in the in the Power Platform. Yeah, and that um, when when you mentioned the approvals, I, I think it's worth mentioning that one of the cool things about that is um, when you do an approval through Power Automate, it's um, you know, it's just a button in your Outlook that you can click without ever leaving your email. Uh, so if if you have an approver that you can set it up to give them all the information they need about that item they have to approve, um, I mean, they can just see it, click a button, and it's done. Like it it happens right in their Outlook, uh, and then Business Central goes from there and does what it needs to do. So uh, that's a that's a really cool uh, feature, I think, um, to kind of save you a little bit of time. Yeah. You know, Jeff, when you said Outlook, I kept thinking, you know, being a salesperson and dealing with salespeople a lot, I, I'm living more in Outlook. I mean, like we we now have CoVideo, right? We can send a video message and it's it's integrated in Outlook. I mean, you, you have there's all these things like even PayPal or whatever you want to do, you know, you, you can do it in Outlook and not have to leave it. And as, and as a you know a person that's more in the sales side of things. I, I really, I really appreciate it and enjoy it. I feel like I'm more productive when, when, when I'm in there because it's just mm -hmm. like, you know, there, there it is. I don't have to keep going from one system to the other. And, and I think that's very cool. And so that, you know, the team is evolving. So Ben, you are employee number one, right? One A, I guess the hiring to this team. And I, I you know, Keith, do you have aspirations? Do you, where do you, where do you see, I mean, like I said, we're early in it as you're right, growing right. and evolving, you know, um, how, how do you see the team evolving? So yeah, that that's a great question. Um, so I think I, I've done a lot of thinking about this, and I think there's actually three uh, phases of growth that I'm sort of sort of thinking we'll see. Um, first of all, and and we'll see this very soon, is uh, we'll see us directly contributing to just about every ERP project that Innovia does, um, and that's just because things like Power BI, Power Automate, you know, they can fit just about any company. There's a real good business case. Uh, for most of these tools, um, because everybody wants to see, you know, what's going on at the company. Uh, everybody has things that they want to they want to automate. So um, one of the things I've been working through is kind of making a list uh, and talking to our project teams and saying, uh, hey, look, these are the things that when you're setting up a new ERP system, they should really consider uh, the Power Platform way to do it because it it could be much more uh, efficient for them. Uh, so that that's sort of the first phase, and that's us kind of going in and um, you know contributing to a project uh, from our area of expertise uh, and helping that 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 uh, that ERP uh, implementation go as as smoothly as it possibly can. 
so that's that's kind of like the first stage that I think. Um, then secondly, uh, I think at some point we'll be doing uh, our own full-blown power platform projects. So, um, you know, the thing that I think that that's might uh, focus on primarily is like in a power app situation. Uh, so we're actually developing it with them, uh, designing and iterating. Uh, we're, we're working through a challenge that they're trying to solve uh, and creating this, um, this power app in, in conversation with the client uh, and then deploying it to their system uh, and then, you know, supporting them as they go uh, into that. So that's sort of the second phase. Once people start seeing these tools, they start thinking about, oh, well, what can we do what can we do with this? Uh, they'll start coming and saying, "Hey, uh, can you help us? You know, uh, put put this uh, project through." Uh, so that's what I think is really going to be the second part of this. And then at some point, you know, I, I really think that uh, the way the the Microsoft uh, marketplace works, um, you know, there's a real opportunity that we can uh, sort of find the solutions that work for a lot of different customers uh, and package them and market them as, as sort of standalone products. Um, so that's gonna come after we really get in there with customers, we really understand what people are asking for uh, and what they want. Uh, and so then, then what we'll be able to do is devote some time to building something uh, and then that people will be able to, uh, to bring that into their company uh, through through all the Microsoft marketplaces, like things like AppSource and um, you know the Power BI um, application market, uh, power, power apps, um, and, uh, so, uh, solutions as well. So, um, so each of these stages, I think is going to kind of, we're going to see it come, come through, um, sort of step-by-step. Step. Uh, but at the end, I think, you know, what we'll end up be doing is, is really sort of a mix of all three of those things. Uh, we'll sort of be dividing our time, uh, between all three of them. Cause I think they're really additive, uh, rather than necessarily okay we're done with that and going to the next so by the end of it i think we'll be doing you know sort of a little bit of all that oh because you know because question i had is when so we have project teams right right and so when we're we're doing the either a planning engagement or the or a customer engagement specialist is talking to them i kept thinking all right so would that be Key team working with the project team, or to be a member of your team on that specific project, or I mean, how do you how do you see you engaging with the project teams on these type of uh, um, add-ons? Yeah, um, so I think that in in many ways uh, we'll be working very closely with the the project teams as they you know assess what the customers after. Uh, you know, they kind of work through the process. Um, and then once they know that a power platform solution is the way they want to go, um, then, you know, they will pass it kind of on to us. You know, we'll assign somebody from our team to kind of step in there uh, and and work on that project. Um, so so I think in, in some ways we'll be working very closely with them. So, you know, the communication has to stay up. You know, I've been working very closely with the project managers that we already have uh, and and kind of I did do a presentation to internally to our teams and said, hey, these are the things that uh, you can look out for uh, when you're talking to a customer for where to bring us in. So, um, yeah, I think that I'm sort of seeing it kind of go that way to where, um, you know, when there's a, an opportunity, uh, it'll kind of come through us and then we'll we'll find the person who has the best experience uh, for that particular uh, item and, and get them assigned uh, and work through the project with that team. 
I have a question. When are the robots going to take over? <laughs> so actually, like I'm, what I'm thinking of is like when you guys write the Power app that um, you fill out like a, a six-page questionnaire, and we and, and we take all of those answers and we um, we automate the implementation of your business central um, system. It'll it'll just like the the need for consultants and project managers will just will will be gone. It'll just be like completely self-service or maybe i just watch too much um science fiction on uh, netflix or something <laughs> but i mean at some point like we are going to get to oh i mean when i think about the you know just from from what i've learned and and what you guys have shown me so far it certainly looks like even around like our, you know, you've helped the the sales team with some um, dashboards that give us, you know, um, strategic data um, that's easily accessed. You know, at some point, the the steps that we go through in, in managing a project, some of those like automated tasks really lend themselves to to power automate tools right. and right. and power apps, etc. So um, I, I could see us as we uh, get comfortable with this technology, it really could transform the way that we do business business as, um, you know, as a, a Microsoft partner and, um, and, and that's just going to, you know, be even better for our customers because, you know, as we, uh, as these tools become more popular and, and people are aware of them, like you said, it's, um, it, they're just, it's going to get to the point where everyone's asking about, about what can they do and, and how can their business uh, take advantage of these tools in the same way that we have, because it's, it's always when we're investing in business software, it's like, it has to make us more efficient, has to uh, make us more productive, or it's, it's got to lower our costs in some ways. And I think the power platform um, checks all those boxes. Right. Yeah. I mean, uh, to kind of come back to some of the stuff that we've, we've done on the sales side, you know, when I was working in marketing, um, you know, Steve, you, you probably know this, there's, there's all sorts of steps in the CRM that now you don't, you don't have to worry about, you don't have to enter them, uh, that there's sort of logic built in, uh, in many cases with power automate to, uh, to sort of say, okay, well, we're at this stage, this is the signal, let's take these actions. So there's a lot of that that's sort of baked into the background that, you know, people on sales side don't have to deal with anymore. Uh, and it kind of makes them more, be able to get back to what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. I think of, you know, what you've done. So, the, I mean, we use Business Central. We use Dynamic CRM. Mm -hmm. And to help us take better care of our accounts, like there's a lot of information. Like, so, you know, we, we you know, when, when customers talk to us about, okay, how can we use our data, you know, like to sell more stuff? Well, we, we were able to list all the different types of companies that we have, right, where they fall under. And then all the ISVs. There's, I mean, if you go to AppSource, I think the last time I checked was 700 uh, different add-ons on AppSource. I don't know where it's at now. And you know, a lot of times it used to be here's the core ones. We would bring them to our customers, and you know, we we would know who used what. Well, now we have end users bringing these add-ons to us, and so Keith uh, created this whole list of like all all the ISV add-ons. So if you know if somebody says, "Well, I'm interested in that. Who's using it?" Well, you know what? Push a button, and boom! There's all every one of our customers that's using that add-on. I mean, how powerful is that versus sending out emails or calling people? Hey, does your customers use this? You know, it's you know those are things kind of behind the scene that we just kind of take for granted. But it, that that data's out there, and you know that whole mindset of when power when it was flow, right? It was if this then mm -hmm. that, 
and now it's just a little bit, it's so much more powerful than that. You know, you can, these are the people I want to see this, this generates this, this is where it goes. And it's, 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 it's a real cool way to take the data you have, right. And scrub it the way you want to and get, get it out to whoever you want to get it to. And right, I think that's, right. you know, those are the conversations I think, you know, as a team, we're going to be doing more of Jeff, right. It's okay. You know, it's, you know, we always talk about the five whys, you know, why do you want that? Well, would it be helpful, you know, if you had this information at the push of a button? Well, yeah, it would be. And, and, and maybe it's something they didn't know they had access to, but it's 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 more of a setup. And I think it's, I think it's very cool that you guys are, you know, taking that to this this other level. And and so with with your, your talk about kind of the different levels of it and, and kind of like where you see it going in those yeah. three phases. So I guess, you know, we've talked about, I guess, planning for the future. So if maybe if you have end users out there that are like, okay, I'm using my ERP system, maybe using CRM, maybe not. Um, but I, I really, you know, I, I, where can I learn more about this? You know, would it be, a, a, would you, is there any resources you'd point into conversations with the customer engagement specialist or, or if they wanted to reach out to you guys and have a conversation, say, hey, I'm interested in this stuff. I heard this, you know, what, what would you recommend? Right. Um, so, First of all, we actually do have a webinar coming up very soon uh, that's going to be going into uh, to all the different things about the Power Platform and, and sort of some business central applications. Uh, that's on August the 24th. Uh, it's it's called uh, very, very, uh, very directly. What is Power Platform and why should I care? <laughs> that's the title of the webinar. Uh, so I'm going to try to try to explain to you why why you should really take a close look at this, especially if you're running Business Central today. Right. So that's a great thing to uh, to to get started on. Uh, you can register for that at the Inovia website. Um, and then also uh, DynamicsCon is coming up. Uh, so this is really cool. Um, uh, I'm actually gonna be uh, representing the team and then doing some uh, Power Platform sessions uh, at that event. Uh, one of them is all about building a survey. Uh, and I'm actually using the use case of, of a survey that we ran uh, at Anovia and and basically built the whole thing in Power Platform from start to finish. Um, and, and I'm going to be kind of walking through that, how you can do that, as well as sort of the case study and showing how those flows are constructed. Uh, so that's going to be a Dynamics Con uh, that's coming up here in September. Uh, that's a that's a free event, so you can uh, you can register for that DynamicsCon.com. Uh, and then the other presentation I'm doing is also survey related because there's this uh, this sort of new product. And I think you talked to, uh, with Mary about this a little bit uh, called uh, Customer Voice, uh, which is a, a survey platform for Microsoft. Uh, so a lot of that is based in the Power Platform. The Power Platform is kind of what makes it tick. Uh, so I'm going to be talking about that a bit as well at DynamicsCon. Uh, so those are some some great places to start. Um, we, of course, have a, sort of a library of Power BI content right now uh, on the Anovia blog. Uh, and very soon, we'll have a whole section of our website. Uh, I've been working with the marketing team to uh, sort of build that out, uh, what that will uh, entail. Uh, and I'm pretty excited about what, what that will uh, have on it as far as uh, what you'll be able to learn about Power, Power Automate, Power BI, you know, um, and Power Apps as well. So that'll be coming, uh, I think, very soon. So uh, keep an eye on the Inovia website for that one as well. And I heard we got some uh, going on at uh, Navog at the uh, uh, summit coming up in October. Yeah, um, the uh, we are doing uh, a Power Automate session at that, uh, as well as a Power BI session. 
so so we'll be uh, at that as well. Very cool. And you know when you know when you talk about survey, when Mary brought the customer voice, you know, I remember uh, when I used to think of survey, it was like, okay, how was my service, right? Right. right. But I, I think Keith, I don't know if you know if I want our listeners to understand that surveys is your customers telling you what they would also like, right? Right. Exactly. You know, and and sometimes now here's a platform that you can use to kind of hear what your customers maybe. I appreciate you doing this. However, I would kind of like a little bit of this also, right? Right. Right. And yeah. so I think this is a great tool, very inexpensive tool. For, for companies to communicate better with with their current customers mm-hmm. on get delivering a better experience I mean it, I mean you, you've done surveys and Mary's done surveys is, 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 is am I on the right path with that or oh yeah for sure um, I mean I think that there's there's a potential to both look look backwards as well as look forward with surveys I mean uh, you know market research surveys is uh, you know a time time honored tradition to kind of figure out what people are, are wanting uh, what they want to be looking for Um so, you know, with customer voice, you can certainly do do it both ways. Uh, the cool thing is it's all tied into your um, your power platform system. Um, so it'll record all that data. Uh, you can access it in a power app to if you want to see what what everybody's been saying. Uh, and then also it's it's very easy to make a dashboard in Power BI and then kind of see it visually. Um, and what I think is really cool is with with Power Automate, you know, you can analyze each survey that comes in uh, and sort of make different actions based on the responses. Uh, so one of the examples that I'm going to be throwing into these uh, DynamicsCon uh, presentations is there's a question that says um, that appears only if you have rated that you're highly satisfied with the company. It says, hey, would you would you like to be featured in one of our customer case studies? It'll show up if they give us a high rating. Uh, and then that will send a message to somebody and say, hey, it started on this this case study for us uh, internally. So um, that kind of stuff. Well, you know, we're just kind of getting into it. But you know, as we as we think about, you know, hey, does a, does a certain score range does that indicate something? Do we need to take an action based on that? You know, with Power Automate, you really have the chance to do that quickly. You know, because usually you would run the survey, survey closes, analyze the results. Okay, let's take action now. Um, Whereas with with customer voice, um, you know, having that power automate connection, you know, things can happen automatically right away as soon as that survey is submitted. Oh, that's 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 very cool stuff. So, Jeff, I think I'm running out of questions here, buddy. Um, I'm running out of serious questions as well. The rest <laughs> of my question list. It had to do with like any tie-ins with the Power Rangers and if you guys had favorite <laughs> yeah. Power Rangers and, and why isn't your team name somehow related to Power Rangers? But <laughs> yeah. probably our listeners can probably live without that insight. So, uh, and so we're 365, well. right? Everything's got 365 oh. with Microsoft. Oh, yeah, yeah. That ad. It's true. <laughs> that's a, um, that's a, Good point, Steve. So yeah, um, anything? Uh, I guess anything from from either Keith or Ben that you guys want to uh, share with our listeners while you're on this um, prestigious platform of our Inovia Conversation podcast. What this is? I guess I guess that's a no, Steve. I mean, I guess, I guess <laughs> we got to do what Donovan one. says. We got to wait. We got to pause ten seconds, Jeff. Oh, <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> Hi, Donovan. Yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> Come on, yeah, Don uh, does not does not listen to our podcast. <laughs> if we maybe if we put his name on it somehow, he'll yeah. yeah. Oh, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's uh it's been good to talk to you guys, kind of share all these things that have been sort of swimming around in my head, like as far as you know, what we're what we're gonna be doing and you know, getting this all out there. And it, it's fun to uh kind of get people's responses and, and get this out there to people. Uh, some of the stuff that we've been sort of a little bit hush hush about. And, and now we're getting to the point where we can kind of say, okay, here we are. Here's the power platform. Here's what we can do. Uh, so that's been, that's been really cool to see that, that transition over these last couple of weeks. And, and I think, you know, it kind of goes to, you know, the culture to Novia is, you know, getting in, getting in front of things and, and, and investing, you know, because we're investing in your team. And we're really not at this point, you know, generating any additional revenue. So, you know, the goal is, is that it's so important that, you know, it's worth the investment because right. what it's going to do for our customers. And I think that's kind of speaks to our company and, and especially how we want to lead our customers into this technology transformation. I mean, this whole, you know, this whole it's going fast. Right. And, it, and if a company is thinking, you know, they're just going to sit back and. You know, I, I get the internet, I get that data out there, but we're just going to keep doing business the same old way. Uh, I'm not sure if that's going to be the best path going forward for a lot of companies, right? Because it's, it, it is, it is, it, your the business models are changing faster than ever before. You know, the the need for data to make quicker decisions is accelerating, and I think what you guys are doing is really going to help our customers. You know, uh, and and reach out and have a better uh, connection with their customers and use that data to really help service them better and sell more things and, you know, just, and, and truly just be, you know, leaders in their, in their industry. So we're excited about having you guys on there and, and all the educational things and Jeff, you know, they can find all this stuff, what on our website, you know, how to find it on our website, Jeff, you've been on our website before, haven't you? Um, is that, is that, um, I think I have, yes. Um, yes. There's, there's some uh, events and yeah, I think that actually the, in all seriousness, the, you know, the seeing it in action is, re is really going to open people's mm -hmm. eyes. So those, um, upcoming events that you've got are, um, I think are going to be well attended. So, so with yeah, that, we'll have Steve, back in a year, I think let's have them back in a year and we'll kind of say, Hey, it's been a year. Yeah. What's going on, man? Play it back to me and be like, create, oh. <laughs> Keith is going to create like a some sort of automated response where he's going to like ping you in 11 months and then 11 months in one week. And be like, hey, oh, you that's, said that's a good idea. <laughs> Get that flow then we'll take over the podcast by then. <laughs> we'll have, have robots here, right? That's oh, yes. We need the, we need <laughs> like a. <laughs> you guys will probably be the transition into like the uh, Azure machine learning and artificial intelligence platform. And pretty soon, Steve and I are like, heck, um, artificial intelligence is is better than what we have. Right, Steve? <laughs> we have we got nothing, so we, we take that. But uh, I think it's uh, it was it was good to have you guys on. And uh, we're excited to see what your what your team can uh, do for our uh, for our customers here at Inovia. Anything else, Steve? Well, I, you can. Uh, you guys are on LinkedIn if they want to connect with you. Uh, so Ben, it would be. Uh, I'm assuming you're on LinkedIn, Benjamin Lane and, and Keith yep. Sayer, and yep. you could, yep. and they'd be happy to connect with you, and you'll be able to see a lot of the stuff that they share. You can obviously go to our website at anovi.com, 
And as Jeff was alluding to, under under resources, you can see upcoming webinars. You can see past webinars. Our, our recorded library has got to be over about 600 at least uh, webinars on there. And then I also know that we do some um, uh, sessions that people can pay for. That's a little bit more of a deep dive training sessions. And I'm assuming down the road there'll be possibly some for Power BI hint hint if uh, on Power Automate. Uh, I think that's going to be a huge topic and uh, give a chance for companies to kind of hear you guys in action. So thank you very much for uh, uh, being on our podcast today. And Jeff, this podcast is over. <laughs>